everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. Glad to have you joining us again here today. I hope everybody got a chance to watch our interview with Pastor Scott Sobey from Ukraine. On I think we did that on Tuesday morning. It's been out on Rumble and on AGA TV all week. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was really insightful to see what a pastor on the ground in Ukraine actually had to say about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, like, they're right outside my window. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, they're they're right outside the village, and they could come in at any time. And it, it just gives you a different perspective of what these people are actually living with day in and day out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uncertainty. And, and I do know, just a quick update, that they still have internet. That okay. was his one concern, remember, yeah. like, that they would shut down. the. They still have internet as of today. Um, and so... That's good We the, that they can actually continue to update the world on what's going on. Yeah. Uh, where did I hear it? Maybe we were talking about, I can't remember, a report about Russia was going to install their internet. He said that. He said that. Okay. I couldn't remember who said it. Yeah. Scott said that when they come into the city, right. yeah. that they actually tear down the internet, the world internet, and then they put in their internet so that they can only get the propaganda that they want the Russian media to be in their, in their homes. So... Um, so, but at this point they still have internet, internet, man, that is just, just crazy, but all right. Well, again, thanks for tuning in today. Make sure that before we get started here today, you guys go follow us. If you're not already on locals, that's where we're building our own locals community over there. Our AGA community, go to supportaga.com. It'll take you right there. Uh, you can follow along for free or you can sign up for $5 minimum a month. And that gives you access to commenting on all the articles, all the news stories, all the posts that we put in there. And then you can direct message us if you need to or want to, and we can have some deeper conversations about everything that's going on. Uh, Make sure you're checking out all of our content at AGA TV. Go to www.aga.network. Make sure you follow us on, like I said, on Rumble, Getter. We're still on Facebook and YouTube right now, but not everything we're doing is going on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We're just trying to, you know, be strategic with that, that platform a little bit. We want to stay in touch, but at the same time, we don't want to get banned because we want to remain that connection point with everybody who's still only using YouTube. Cause we've got a lot of followers on YouTube. And so, uh, giving them some of that content is a good deal. Yeah. And then also last thing to become an AGA insider, make sure you text the word or the letters AGA to three, three Oh six, one, nine, four, four, nine, seven text AGA to three, three Oh six, one, nine, four, four, nine, seven, become an AGA insider today. All right. So, uh, I guess I didn't say it before. I'm Josh again. Here's Pastor Rob and Nate. We're all back at the table and we've got some some things to talk about that have happened in the last, you know, week or so. There's, you know, I don't know, some biolab stuff going on <laughs> and, you know, things with gas prices aren't so great and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. There's some an interesting bill down in Florida. So, we'll kind of dive into all that stuff today. Yeah, and uh and it's just happening so quickly. So fast. It, got to pick and choose. That's why I say go to locals because we'll be posting stories there all week that we're not going to be able to cover on the show because it's either, I hate to say it, old news or we just don't have time to cover it. Yeah, exactly. And there's just so many stories within each story. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. But the first thing I wanted to I wanted to play for everybody listening that I want to discuss with you guys and get your feedback. Did you hear this yesterday? I did Glenn? not. Okay, so neither of you guys heard this yesterday. Glenn Beck kind of broke down what all is what all comes from a barrel of oil. So we know that uh, President Biden cut off all oil imports from Russia. Mm-hmm. So stopping all of those barrels of oil, what are we actually cutting off from ourselves? So take a listen to this. 
when you think of a barrel of oil, I want you to think that every time if you have, let's say you, you know, you have 20 gallon tank, every time you fill up, you're using one barrel of oil. One barrel of oil will only uh, produce, it's like 19 and a half gallons of gasoline. Okay, that's pretty remarkable uh, that it is that low. That leaves over half of the oil not able to be turned into gasoline. So it's turned into other things. So I want you to understand if the price of gasoline is going up because of the oil shock, there are a few other things that are made from that other about 55%. Let me just give you a couple of them. Solvents, diesel fuel, motor oil, bearing grease, ink, floor wax, ballpoint pins, football cleats, insecticides, boats, sweaters, upholstery, bicycle tires, sports car bodies, nail polish, fishing lures, perfumes, golf bags, tires, dresses, cassettes, uh, dishwasher parts, toolboxes, shoe polish, uh, transparent tape, petroleum jelly, caulking, motorcycle helmets, CD players, faucet watchers, antiseptics, clotheslines, curtains, food preservatives, baseballs, basketballs, soap, vitamin capsules, antihistamines, purses, shoes, dashboards, cortisone, deodorant, shoelace aglets, putty, dyes, pantyhose, refrigerants, linings, Rubber, uh, rubbing alcohol, life jackets, percolators, skis, TV cabinets, shag rugs, electrician's tape, uh, paint, epoxy, car battery cases, tool racks, mops, slacks, insect repellent, oil filters, hair coloring, fertilizers, yarn and umbrellas. And roofing, toilet seats, fishing rods, lipstick, denture adhesives, linoleum, ice cube trays, synthetic rubber, speakers, Plastic wood, electric blankets, glycerin, dice, fishing boats, rubber cement, tennis rackets, nylon rope, candles, trash bags, house paint, water pipes, uh, and uh, hand lotion. And roller skates and surfboards and shampoo, wheels, um, paint rollers, shower curtains, safety glasses, aspirin, luggage, guitar strings, antifreeze, football helmets, awnings, eyeglasses, clothes, toothbrushes. Uh, ice chest, footballs, combs, CDs, DVDs, paintbrushes, detergents, tents, uh, balloons, vaporizers, heart valves, crayons, parachutes, telephones, enamel, pillows, dishes, cameras, and uh, anesthetics. Uh, um, let's see. Artificial turf, turf, artificial limbs, bandages, hair curlers, folding doors, model cars, dentures, cold cream, movie film, soft contact lenses, drinking cups, ammonia, shaving cream, car enamel, fan belts, refrigerators, golf balls, and of course, toothpaste. So that's, I mean, that's it. I, <laughs> I don't know how much of that stuff so you're you guys, telling me you guys use. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. That, that is amazing. And to know that they, they can manufacture the gas out of it and then all that other stuff comes from that barrel and why we buy millions and millions and millions of barrels, why we produce millions and millions of barrels, because everything comes from that. And yet the rhetoric from the current administration is we got to do away with all oil. Right. 
right? That's yes. what the press conference was yesterday. We got to do away with all oil and Budaberg over there with his boyfriend. They're saying how we all Buda have judge. to buy electric. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that, that we all have to buy electric cars. That's the only way that this solves itself. Well, if everybody bought an electric car, then we're really not solving anything because if we're not doing any of that, you can't have a heart valve. Yep. You can't have Vaseline. You can't like, you know what I mean? Like it's even if you, even if everybody bought an electric car today, which we had a conversation earlier, the city, uh, the city electrical grid couldn't handle it. But, um, even if you, even if you did away with that for cars, everything else in our country is produced by this oil and you're not going to shut all that down. No one, how, how many things on that list would go into the making of an electric car right? that come from that other 55% of a barrel of oil? Yeah. I, just insane. It, it just, it seems improbable. Like the whole concept of, of eliminating oil altogether. I don't know. The more I listen and read and learn about it, I don't understand it. I don't understand how anybody could be behind it because what what do we do? That's it? the that's the goal. They don't they don't want us to do anything. It's but, the elites and the rest of us. And that's what they want, and yeah. and they want everybody to be enslaved to them. So that's the goal of this. Let's shut it all down. Yeah, they'll still drive their cars and yeah, drive, you know, fly their planes and use all the oil they want. Well, I we saw just the, can't. I saw the uh, monologue from was it Stephen Colbert the other night? Did you guys see that at all? Uh-uh. That late night show or whatever he he was talking about how. Okay. You know, for yeah. For the the moral victory, I guess, of sticking it to Russia to to protect the Ukrainian people. He's like, I I'm willing to pay, you know, twice as much for gas. I'll pay $15 a gallon for gas. Actually, I I won't because I drive an electric car. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're willing to pay $15 a gallon for gas except you won't cuz you exactly. have $150,000. But but the administration came out and said we we are going to allow the gas prices to go wherever they need to go yep. to force people to buy electric cars. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like there that's the agenda. The agenda is to tank the US economy to to make everybody enslaved and then I know we're going to get into it later but then then go to a digital currency because now we're off of the actual uh, yeah. It sort of all plays together. Yeah. And and it's not a mistake. No, we have not. to understand it is a it is a concerted effort to do away with the American way of life because yep. we offend people because we're good at stuff and we work hard. And we've talked a lot recently about how that trickles down to farmers, food yeah. production. Yep. I mean, you're really going to get a tractor that runs off electric, <laughs> or all of your farming equipment. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know how much that would cost. Yep. We talked about that. How much do farmers invest? in their equipment over years and years and years of just, you know, accumulating equipment and then using it for a long period of time. You can't just all of a sudden say, well, now everything has to be electric. But doesn't that still, when you take the 30,000 foot view, it still goes back to their, their initial plan. And that is that we aren't eating that stuff anyway. We manufacture stuff from a laboratory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't eat a burger anymore, but you, you can eat a impossible burger or whatever they're called. Synthetic beef. Yeah. 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 So, so we don't need farmers to have farming equipment because we're manufacturing it in some bioweapons lab somewhere that you can eat it. Well, what is Bill Gates doing with that farmland then? Sitting on it. Yeah. He's just sitting on it and not letting anybody farm it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, or it's all soy just so they can make soy burger. That's true. 
That's you know, true. but I, I told you guys that we had dinner last night and a restaurant and this guy sitting next to us was like, yeah, you're not from around here. Anyway, we got into a conversation and he said, yeah, it was $1,700 to fill up his tractor. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, and what was that like? He's like, oh, it's always been below a thousand, but like now with $5 and 60 cents a gallon for diesel fuel. 1500. It was 1700. 1700. One tractor. Yeah, well, multiple it was a big one he's like he, well, he does like huge farm stuff oh, I, but, I understand that but yeah. i'm sure he uses more than one tractor for different things so oh he's got he's got five and then he's got three trucks so try, and, try to fill up the fleet right? oh yeah oh yeah and he said and he literally pointed at the table and he's like it that price will end up on this table in three months yeah and i heard reports last week about uh semi-truck drivers were calling in and saying you know i used to fill up it used to cost me eight hundred dollars to fill up my semi-truck right now it's fifteen hundred. I think that's, that's where I got that's the, the same kind from. of thing. Yeah, same kind of thing. And but they were saying, of course, you know, who eats that cost? Pass it on to the consumer. All right, and it's gonna it's gonna continue to do that. So you know, everybody's up in arms about the fuel prices, and it's the highest it's ever been, and blah, blah, whatever. That isn't my. That's not my concern. It 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 is. But we know that that's been the plan all along. Right. If we're getting off of fossil fuels, they're going to raise the price, and they're going to make it so that you can't afford it. We know that. My thing is, is all the other stuff that you just, that Glenn just talked about, that those prices are going to double, triple. And now that the dollars are going to come flooding back into the United States, since people are going off of the reserve currency of the dollar, now we're in trouble. (laughs) And this is what we, you know, we're talking about it because it really truly does affect every single person listening, whether you want to think it does or not. I mean, just go to the grocery store and put everything in your cart that you bought last month yep. and you'll pay a large percentage more. Yep. Probably double at this point. I, yeah. I know I, I've been paying attention. Quite a few items that we buy on a regular basis have doubled or almost doubled in price. And it costs you almost twice as much than it did a year and a half ago to go get it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, 189 to now four bucks. It's it's crazy. So anyway, the, the amazing part about it is all the things that are made from that. Some of the, I mean like pill capsules, I heard that in there and heart valves, Ah. like synthetic limbs or uh, prosthetic limbs. Yeah. All that stuff that is necessary for us to function as a society. Well, their, their model of what they want to do does away with all of it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have any oil production on the planet. Green New Deal. I see what you're saying about it all being intentional because there's no way this many people are that stupid not to realize that. So you're right. It it has to be intentional. Yeah. Like there's no other excuse. You don't just make mistakes of of this. You, You just go back to their policies and, you know, the bills that didn't get passed were they're going to charge you so many dollars per mile you drive every year. Yeah. Well, they didn't get that passed. So what do they do? raise gas prices by doing this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to do it either way. So it's like, we can rise up and come again. I saw a post this morning about, um, you know, my, my company runs on diesel and we got to unite together as a, as a community. Listen, these elect, these appointed officials, these appointed officials have taken it upon themselves to change American society to be what they want. 
and they're offended when you don't wear a mask and all that stuff. They're offended because you don't like what they want. Um, and what's happening is, is that even if America rose up right now and said, you know, we're protesting these gas prices and we're not going to do X, Y, and Z, it doesn't matter. They're okay with that because they want it all shut down anyway. If America falls, the Democrats win. It, the left wins yep. if America fails. Yeah. So the hardworking, loving American people, that's what we got to tap into. That's who we are. And if we can live that way, everybody will see the nonsense. My concern is, are we prepared to live that way in a war zone? Oh, man. It's a heavy first topic. I would but. say a great way to kick <laughs> off the show here. But, but it, I, I mean, you're right. And it's affecting everybody. And whether you like to admit it or not, I think everybody realizes it. Yeah. You have to. There's no way you can't. Right. But if you listen to the lamestream media, they they are saying that it's because of the war. You can look at gas prices from the day of the first day of Biden in office. Shutting it down. Yep. Shutting down the pipeline and look at what's happened with the prices. Yeah. And they've gone up consistently since then. It has yep. nothing to do with Russia. It has nothing to do with Ukraine. His choice to not buy from Russia was to hurt us. Yeah, I mean, gas was in the you know high one dollars. Yeah, one eighty nine for a while under you know the the end of Trump's administration, and then ever since Biden's been in, it, I mean, I've been paying well over three dollars. I've never paid under three dollars a gallon since. Right. So it has it jumped and it stayed high gradually. And now it's continues and now it's to go up, shooting again. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's their that's their goal. Yeah. You know, we don't have to we don't have to guess at what they're trying to do. You just look at their choices and it's pretty obvious that they want to, you know, they they brag about giving you $3,000 of a stimulus package. That 3,000's gone because there is no such thing as free money. Right. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So they continue to print money, print money, devalue the dollar, and then by pulling that away from Russia, uh, and all the other things, and people might comment, oh, why, why are you saying we shouldn't have done that? I'm not saying we shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying the consequences of doing that are far greater bad for us than they are for Putin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I saw a friend, or I, I a friend of mine said, trying to remember exactly how she phrased it, but somebody was talking about, well, you know, you should be willing or, or happy to pay a little more you know, to support the Ukrainian people. And she was saying, you know, don't tell me what I should be happy to do whenever, you know, you can't tell somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck, just suck it up and pay extra for gas because it's a moral victory. That doesn't do anything for that person who now has to, I don't know, turn off the heat, you know, or turn down the heat in their house and freeze a little bit more or cut off some groceries for the month or whatever they have to give up to, make up that extra in the, in the gas and all these other rising prices. It's, it doesn't, that, that's not a good way to look at it. Right. Yeah, definitely not. And it's not justifiable on any level um, that decisions that were made to actually punish Americans should be a moral victory for us at all. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm glad that Glenn brought all that out and showed us what all is made out of that. And I'm sure the list is probably 50 times larger than that. Um, probably everything contains it, but, but I do believe that we just have to understand as the American people, that this is an all out assault on the American way of life. If we understand it, you know, one thing about life is if you understand the other person's platform and perspective, 
you can actually really either uh, empathize with them where they're coming from or no, I'm not going to trust you because of your platform, you know, your belief system. And we just have to know that their belief system is that America is, is not good and that whatever we can do, this is what they're doing, whatever choices we can make to dethrone America as a global power, we want to do. And the sad thing is they're leading it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you make a good point. I think a lot of times, and I do it too, I get caught up in the, you look at a politician who says something or does something that doesn't make any sense. You say, well, that person's an idiot. No, no, they're, what they're doing is there's a reason behind it. Very calculated mm-hmm. evil. You may think calculated. they're an idiot because what they're doing doesn't make sense in for the betterment of America. Yeah. But if you look at it as, well, what they're doing is effectively hurting America, then they're actually achieving what they're trying to do. And I think that this administration and the one two previous, this has been their goal from day one. It's been stated. The decisions have all been made that America is bad because freedom is bad and go back to go back to Canada and all those discussions about, um, you know, when, when he was up there saying how uh, we admire the communists because they can make a change on a dime and, yep. and, and we can control them. That's exactly what the left believes in America. And it's been a hundred year plan to overtake our education system, overtake our medical system, overtake our financial system, which we're walking into now. And if we don't understand that that's exactly what they've been trying to do, then we're going to think they're idiots. But I don't think so. I think they are calculated. I think they know what they're doing and they want the demise of this country. And all the people that care about freedom are their enemy every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have the video like pulled up or ready to go, but I did. I I remember the tweet or the quote now, this is way back this was right after Biden got elected and he was asked, I think it was the world economic forum. He was overseas Mm -hmm. and they asked him about, I forget the question he was asked. Can they rely on this Biden administration to implement the great reset the way that it was planned or something? I mean, the question was right there out for everybody to hear. And he said, the great reset will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. Yep. I would say a year into this thing or a little over a year now, it has happened with a lot of speed oh, yeah. and a lot of intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not going to stop unless they're stopped. And uh, we, we just had a conversation this morning as we were filming some other stuff. It's, it's, you know, they're, they're not going to slow down their progression and they really don't care about November. So we got all these Republicans that are freaking out about, Oh, we're going to win the house and Senate. I, I think in the next six months we may not have any elections because of this process i think you're right i'm I'm just saying my gut says if they really care if the left really cared about the elections in the fall they'd be making different decisions because they would need to get the votes so either it's already rigged or they really aren't planning on having elections in november Hmm. Another crisis, another before? crisis, another or martial war, law, yeah, you know, whatever, an invasion on our land. I don't know yep. what they're planning, but no, I, I just, no, I, I was just like, thinking of something yeah. I heard earlier in the week was America has been in a state of perpetual crisis for the last, what they say, three or four years now. And it was started with the George, George Floyd yeah. and all those riots and everything happened. And all of a sudden the country was under crisis manufactured yeah yeah manufactured and then you had covid manufactured yep 
And then you have war with Russia and Ukraine. Manufactured yep. to cover up what's going on in it's Ukraine. Sponsored. Okay. It's also it's all sponsored. Yep. Yeah. So it's and, all sponsored. Go go back and look at the documents that we've prepared on this uh, that we've shown yeah. on the show. You go back to the documents, all that stuff has been prepared. It's been sponsored. It's been funded by Soros and his guys. It it's all been calculated to keep us on the edge and wanting a solution. Because Americans, I believe, Americans ultimately want peace. They want harmony. And they want their freedom to yeah. go buy a burger or to go to a game or to do whatever the heck they want yeah. because we work hard. And that's a that's a good rule of thumb that I've been hearing from multiple different outlets in the past week is use use the war as an example. If uh, if Russia steps back and says, "All right, we're done with the war," there will be peace. If Ukraine steps back and says, "We're done with the war," they will be blown apart. Yeah, right. they will be you know conquered, yeah. invaded. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can kind of determine who's on the right side of which battle. Right. So like in America, if the leftists and the Marxists would just back off and say, we're done trying to ruin America, we're going to, we're just going to let America thrive. We'd have peace. Yep. Yeah. And if the the conservatives step back and said, okay, we're, we're done fighting. America will fall. Yep. Yeah. 100%. But, but I believe the heart of America is let us chill out on Friday and Saturday and have a drink and yeah. watch a good game and, have a fire and the barbecue and be at peace. That's what is in the heart of every American, I believe, except for the evil ones that are trying to ruin the country. But I think that the key to that is, is that those people have to realize that that is not going to happen under this regime. The, the, the ability to sit back because we've seen it for five years, you said, Five years we've been in turmoil. Bang, 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 bang. All manufactured by the left. They don't want you to go to a basketball game. They don't want you to go to a football game without being told what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, during COVID, you can't go to church. Right. It, I mean, when you really think about that, I mean, we weren't allowed to go to church in certain areas or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. In America. Yeah. So they don't. They didn't have to. They didn't have to go do a bunch of craziness. They just had the health department do it for them. Yeah, pretty much. You know, militarize the health department, and look what happens. Yeah. So, but I do believe that all of its that stuff has been manufactured, which is why I think our next topic is very important. Yes. Because I think that the last thing that we're looking at in the news today is about the Ukraine and Russia and all the stuff that's going on. But my suggestion is is that that's been manufactured as well. So go on to the next topic. All right. Well, and I'm going to just kind of kick this topic off. I haven't, I've heard a lot about this situation, but I have not done a whole lot of in-depth research into it. So I'll kind of let you guys take over on that as we go through it. Um, But here's the video that kind of got everything kicked off. This is uh, Victoria Newland. She's the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs of the United States. And I'm just going to play this video real quick. Check this out. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Her deer in the headlights look was a little bit alarming. Yeah. So Victoria Newland, she is not a new player in this game no. in Ukraine. So 
in 2014, if I believe that's the correct date, yes. under the Obama administration, she was on a phone call with an undersecretary stating about the coup that they wanted to have in the Ukraine. And so they replaced the prime minister of Ukraine from a Soviet uh, leaning person to a, a more uh, Euro nation leaning person. Obama made that happen, but she was recorded in the BBC released that tape of her finagling all of this stuff together. So now she's here saying that, the the question is interesting. Senator Rubio asked a very interesting question. Do they have biological weapons? Her answer had nothing to do with weapons. It had to do with labs. That I think that's a key factor. I think it's a key point because the uh, the question was: Are there biological weapons that we have to be worried about on the ground that could be captured or whatever? That. That being said, the answer had nothing to do with that. But in essence, she was saying, we know that there are bio labs mm -hmm. with risky things in them in the Ukraine, and we're hoping that the Russians don't have it. But what I got from that and from what the CCP has been saying today about that testimony yesterday is they have proof, the Russians have proof that the U.S. had bioweapons labs. Now, that's Russia saying that, but yep. that the U.S. had bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. So we were talking about manufactured things to keep crisis. Well, a manufactured war to protect the U.S. to say we weren't a part of that just to cover it up and give those bio labs to Russia. Yeah, that's a it's a big statement, but it's also very plausible with with our current administration. I, I just I just can't wrap my head around the lies, the, the, the stuff I, you can't trust anybody no. at all about anything. Well, again, it, they they perpetuate Russia as the evil people. Yeah. We cannot let these get in the hands of the Russians. It's okay if we have them. We cannot <laughs> let them get in the hands of the Russians. Yeah. That's what I find intriguing. But but let's say let's say it, they were Ukrainian labs. Yeah. The U.S. has no... Why would it be our problem? It would be NATO's problem. Well, NATO's not... They're not even a NATO country. So it wouldn't even be NATO's problem if Ukraine had bioweapons labs... And that got sucked up by Russia. No one, they're an independent nation. No one has a stake in it. So why would you even be worried about it? Right? Yeah. Unless it was one of yours. And now Russia was getting your tech and your next Ebola virus or right. whatever. And if I'm understanding this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from Russia's point of view, if the United States has these bioweapon labs in Ukraine right next door to Russia, Russia is not happy about that. And they don't want, they don't want obviously an enemy yeah. to have bioweapon facilities right next door to their border. Exactly. And that's what, okay. that's what Putin has said from yeah. the beginning. He said, we're, we are not, we're taking this as an act of war. So he's going in and the first cities he hit were the places where these suspected labs were. And he, and now they're saying in the public that they have proof that us had bioweapons labs on the ground in Ukraine. They're saying that now that's yeah. them. I'm just telling you what they're saying, but if that is true, let's just assume the Russians are telling the truth. If that is true, then the U.S. reportedly would have had bioweapons labs within miles of Russia. To me, that's an act of war. Well, when it, oh, I forget what it was now. It, it goes against their, um, there was, there's some, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're they're breaking a law, basically. Yeah. A, a yep. international right. statute right. or whatever. So, so what, what better called. what better way to to ruin America? Let's just play the game scenario out. What's what better way to ruin America than we were doing something we shouldn't probably have been doing, mm-hmm. right? So now we have to go over and cover it up. Well, if we go into the Ukraine and blow up those labs, we're in trouble. You know, that's even worse. So why not allow Putin, who is your bedfellow, Biden, um, and he's trying to make it like he's not, but they, I mean, they're working, it, they're, they're scratching each other's backs. We, right. we got to know that. So why not say, go ahead, you can invade Ukraine as long as you take out this stuff and you can have whatever's there as long as we're not implicated. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that why she was changing, she's going to have to change her underwear after that question? Because isn't that what he asked her? Here, just just listen to it one more time. Real Does quick. Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities. Okay, uh, Ukraine has biological research facilities. She went straight to like robot, like yeah. go back through the data bank of what words do I want to process here to use. I just find it very interesting that we, the United States under the Obama administration performed a coup in Ukraine and took out a mm-hmm. Russian favoring prime minister and put in a, a NATO favoring prime minister and all that's done now. Now we got Zelensky, but, um, but all of that was being finagled by our government over there right next to him, provoking him. Yeah. It's wild, man. I know I was, um, I was just watching, uh, I was watching Tucker Carl segment last night on this mm-hmm. topic and he played the uh, what I want to say the, the the announcement or whatever from the Russians, mm-hmm. you know what they had to say about it, and then he played what the Chinese released about it. Yeah, and it was just funny because he ended. He's like, he's like, now I'm going to hear. Oh, he played Russian and Chinese propaganda on the air, and he said, yeah, I did because I can't trust my own government either. He said, everybody's lying. Everybody's lying. Yeah. So he, and, we're going to listen to everybody then. If yeah. everybody's lying, we're just going to listen to everybody and try to. <laughs> That's what we have to do in this hour. Yeah. In this hour, I, I truly believe that that the discernment in this hour has to be like on point. Yep. Like we have to know what truth is. And and I don't know that we're getting it from anywhere, but our goal is just to report what's what's happened. If you don't know the history, we've been involved with our fingers over there in Ukraine for a long yeah. time. And what better way to cover it up than just to eliminate a whole bunch of people? And that's what they're doing. You're right. So why do you think they chose Ukraine? Because it was so close to Russia? Or do you think well, they just had an open door? I would say probably both. Yeah. But the, there's something, you know, location, location, location. Yeah. The pipeline goes through Ukraine. Yeah. The, you know, the ports of Ukraine, Crimea, um, all that. It, it, to me, it's it seems like just a, you're, you're close to an enemy. Yeah. And you got access to the, the sea. You got all that. I think that it was a strategic position, but they had to have an open door. Yeah. Because they were manipulating uh, elections. Yeah, very they, true. It, it was a it was a actual coup. Yeah, and and here's the other thing: not to go too deep into this, but if if we performed a coup in 2014, or we initiated it, or however you want to say it, we had dirty hands in it as a yeah, as a yeah. government. Um, why do we think it would not happen in on our own soil? <laughs> if we're shifting elections and all that stuff in other countries, why would we not think that it ha- doesn't happen on our soil? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Like if we're manipulating other governments' elections and we're 
actually having a coup happen because we've planted seeds and done whatever, given them money, why would we not think they, that this mentality, these people would do it to us? Yeah. And yep. your point about they're not doing anything, no campaigning anything. It does leave a very big question mark in your head as well, to why. There, there was no campaigning in the last election. Yep. Mm, Biden in the basement. Yep. So, yeah. It's, Trump has millions out there. It, it, just like everything with the Russia-Ukraine situation from the beginning didn't feel right. Everything with COVID from the beginning just didn't feel right. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everything with the election didn't feel right. Everything with this George upcoming, Floyd that didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. Everything with this upcoming election doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. right. So if it doesn't feel right, trust your gut. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah. Yep. And it's a spider web. Yeah. 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 And, and also, if you think about Rubio, how he interrupted her at the end of the segment. Yeah, I don't have that. No, that's fine. But he interrupts her at the end of the segment. Because I don't think that he wants the verbiage to be out there that we actually, because she sort of says, you know, we're involved in a way. It was sort of her, her, she was definitely political in how she answered it. Yeah. But I think she was at the break of saying that the Russians have accused us of this and China has accused us of this in her, in her talk. And Rubio interrupts her and says, and changes the subject. And he says, I only have a minute left or whatever. But I think it's very interesting that he interrupts her because he doesn't, the, the U.S. cannot have the talking points out there that Russia and China are saying because then the American people say, oh, you guys have all been up to some nonsense and we're not going to deal with that. So even the Republicans don't want that out there if it was. But it's intriguing to me that he would interrupt her before she actually talked about ru what Russia and China said. Yeah, well, but so why do you ask the question in the first place? Well, he was asking about bioweapons yeah. and the whole conversation turned into labs, which we did have, I believe. Oh, I see. I see. And so he, I but see. he doesn't want anyone. He, she was getting ready to say that the Russians and the Chinese have said we have 35 labs or whatever, but the, she was going to say that they're accusing us of that. And I don't think he wanted that out there in the public to say that we could have like, don't even talk about it. Just keep it off the radar. But his original question um, was about, right. Do they have bioweapons? And she said, we have bio or biomedic what'd she say biomedical Laboratory. research facilities yeah, or something yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so she i mean she answered the question with we have facilities right do uh, they have bioweapons we have facilities <laughs> yeah i just think it was interesting that he cut her off before the accusation from china and russia so that that isn't in the public record interesting hmm. well we will uh definitely we'll have be, to follow uh, this one following this because this whole situation's because if Russia has information that we were involved, they're gonna let it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So it'll be a it'll be a crazy spin cycle. And it'll in the be news. Russian dis disinformation and right. Yeah. So speaking of not being able to trust your own government, I just want to play this next clip. I know this was a few days ago, went viral, but this is uh, UFC fighter Bryce Mitchell giving an answer after a match he was asked his opinions on the whole russia ukraine situation and i'll tell you what when i first heard his his response i i just initially thought that's me like and i'm sure that's you guys too the what he said i'm like this this resonates so here, here's what he had to say here's my first thought is i'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians i'm staying at home and when the war comes to arkansas i will dig my boots in the ground and i will die for everything i love and i will not retreat 
if this country's invaded and everybody's saying, well, we got we to gotta evacuate, we got to leave, we got, I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on. To be honest, brother, I really don't. There's so much stuff, and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a ton of money off of uh, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people. That's treasonous, in my opinion. Uh, so you got Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if, if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We got veterans out here sleeping on the street, and you're going to give our freaking tax dollars to these Ukrainians? and all the, I, Brother, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not going over there fighting, and God bless anybody that's over there that's fighting, and I hope that this shit just gets solved. And Man, I don't like war. You know what I mean? I don't want people dying and all that stuff. I don't want to be... But I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff that I think that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there and I just I pray all those people are safe and I don't want none of that you know I have no control over that and I don't really know enough to talk about it too much <laughs> I how do you argue with a guy yeah that that definitely shows a passion for uh, freedom here and I think I think it would be hard uh, to be serving in this hour and and my heart goes out to all the people mm-hmm. serving our country right now uh, no matter where they are, about do you really believe that what you're doing is to protect freedom around the world or is it to protect somebody's agenda and and to cover up something? That That's a huge question, and uh, and I think that he, he stated clearly where he stood on it, but I think that many other people would believe the same kind of thing. Yeah. I It would be really hard to... Um to, to just get behind. Yeah. I don't know. It'd just be really hard to get behind the efforts of a government that I don't trust that, that I feel like, am I going to, you know, potentially die or potentially murder somebody else Yeah, right. in another country over something that I was lied to about that I don't believe in to begin with? I, I just can't get behind that. Yeah. I, I guess I wonder like when, and I'm sure that somebody has the answer to this, but when was the initial point where we became the policemen of the world? Like that initial moment when America decided we're going to police the world. Mm -hmm. That was the point where we lost our soul. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because we started getting into all the other nonsense of changing people's elections and doing all that. And that's where corruption just goes heavy. And one of the things that he said was uh, how, the money that we give to other countries and president Trump was pretty much saying, you want us to defend you, you pay us. Yeah. You yeah. know, well, many countries, he said, yeah, yeah, we're not going to defend you with our missiles or whatever, unless you're paying us. And, and it's the opposite way with this administration. We're just giving money out to Venezuela to buy some oil, but we're giving them tons of money. Uh, all the communist regimes around the world, the Biden administration is now shoveling money. Yeah. And giving them money, giving them money, our tax dollars. And I will remind the viewers that we have a government that does not generate any money. Right. They don't produce anything. They they don't generate wealth in any way. The only money that they have is what they've taken from us. Yep. Speaking of that, I just went to have my meeting with my, my tax guy this week and it's just, just going over stuff. And I, I just walked out of there thinking, I cannot believe I am paying this much money to, to a government that one, doesn't care about me, doesn't use my money in any way that I approve of. 
and just essentially waste it. Yep. All yeah. over the place. It's crazy. <sighs> it's infuriating. And speaking about not trusting our government, the next point that we have is pretty interesting that happened yesterday. Kick it off. Go for it because you, you sent this one over and I, I read through it and wow. President Biden released a Guantanamo Bay prisoner suspected of trying to join the 9-11 hijackers. Sent him back. He's a prisoner. Sent him back to his country Mm -hmm. with no restrictions. Sent him on a plane. Go. Be free. Someone who wanted to kill Americans. How can you trust that? Well, and it's not the first one that's been sent back, but... It was uh, Muhammad Ahmed Al Katani. I think that's probably sure. Yeah, I, yeah, think yeah, I did my best yeah, on that. You did. That was pretty but good. We'll he give was you an sent award. home to Saudi Arabia for psychiatric treatment. That's that was a deal. Like we're going to take him out of Guantanamo. We're going to send him home, and you guys are going to put him in a psych facility and treat him that way. Um, trying to go through, I've got some information from the article here. This is from the Daily Mail, but they essentially said. Uh, the government's defense of releasing al is that he is mentally deranged. Uh, he suffered torture and repeated suicide attempts while he was at Guantanamo Bay. The last 20 years, medical records say he suffered from schizophrenia and other mental illnesses since he was a child. Okay. That didn't stop him from trying to, you know, kill Americans the first time. Yeah. I mean, you, you do have to give the guy some sympathy. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to give him some sympathy. He missed the freaking plane. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> he missed the plane. Correct. So Would be is- terrorist Muhammad Ahmad Al Tani or whatever, 46, <laughs> reportedly missed boarding the plane that went into the World Trade Center because he was detained by authorities. I mean, our authorities did amazing. Some slipped through, but this guy missed it. Well, he yeah. was detained by, it says, on immigration charges. Yeah. Interesting. And shipped back to, uh, I guess, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So we care about this guy, but you got the January 6th people. Oh, yeah. hey, that's an interesting interesting one, well, topic. One that just committed suicide. Yeah. That, that have not had a trial. Yep. They've not given been given any of our, our justice system rights. Yep. They're being held in D.C., and yet you're sending this guy back. Okay. And, that's a fair point. So last week we talked about Matthew Perna who committed suicide because he was absolutely beaten down inside of a DC prison for entering the Capitol on January 6th. He didn't hurt anybody. He didn't break anything. He didn't violate any laws whatsoever. He had no weapons on him. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. So there was no mercy for him, no sympathy whatsoever. But this guy actively attempted to participate in the 9-11. Yep. Uh, uh, terrorist attack. Yeah, terrorist attack, and we're having mercy on him. And his uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe his family says the reason he committed suicide was because he lost faith in the American system. Yes, yes. And, and his spirit broke. Like that is sad. Yeah, he says. I mean, in his mind, I'm not putting words in his mouth. Unfortunately, we'll never know for sure. Right. But you got to think that he he saw no end in sight. Well, speaking of Florida Senator Marco Rubio, he also released a statement on this. He said, Al-Qahtani is a terrorist who made it his life goal to kill Americans. I believe he remains committed to jihad and the destruction of the United States. 
Because of the Biden administration's misguided policies, Al-Qahtani has the opportunity to once again return to the battlefield. The decision to transfer Al-Qahtani is not simply a lapse in judgment. It is a massive error, which poses a serious risk to our national security and the security of our allies. And is a another logical step in the playbook of the left trying to destroy our country. Let's put all the terrorists back out on the streets. Let's let them come across the southern border. Let's do whatever we can do. Let's open up everything to allow them to come in and ruin yeah, our country. Come on in over the southern border and then we'll just fly you throughout the country. On the taxpayer dollars, by the way. Pay your taxes this year. Don't forget. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Man, I tell you what, it just, if you guys have to watch this show in chunks, I get it because it's probably making you upset. It's making me mad just talking about this stuff. But <laughs> Man. It, it, it is frustrating, um, but it, I mean, it does mean that we have to be on point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's jump to something else that, well, this will be very interesting to talk about, <laughs> especially with a pastor. This is really good, but. Ron DeSantis, I'm sure everybody has seen the viral clip of him pretty much destroying a reporter who tried to, I don't know, the way he said it, spread the you know false narratives of a bill that's being passed that was passed by the, I believe it was the House of Representatives. Uh, I don't know if he has, if, if DeSantis has signed it yet, but he said he's going to. So I think it, it would go into effect July 1st, I believe. July 1st. Okay. So this is called the Parental Rights and Education Bill. So I'm going to say the name one more time because it's not what it's being referred to. It's called the Parental Rights and Education Bill. Okay, Parental yep. Rights and Education. Yep. All right, so from this ABC News article, the Parental Rights and Education Bill, dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill by LGBTQ activists, has been passed by the Florida House of Representatives. The bill would limit what classrooms can teach about sexual orientation and gender identity. Under this legislation, these lessons may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. The bill would also allow parents to sue schools or teachers that engage in these topics. Why are kindergarten through third graders being taught anything about this? (sighs) Well, uh, apparently the kindergarten through Third grade is something that's being left out of a lot of the false narratives being pushed. So let me just play Ron DeSantis here real quick, and then we'll we'll dive back into this. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. And um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. And we're going to make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. So, like, like the guy said, critics are calling this the don't, gay, don't, say, don't say gay bill. And Ron's right. Governor DeSantis, he says, does it say that in the bill? Does it say anywhere in there that you're not allowed to say gay? It does not. No, but that's because they're labeling it. Right. Like they label everything else. 
they're they're pushing their agenda just in the label. Yeah. They want the average American to look at that, read a headline on Facebook, and say, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I can't believe they would pass a bill. And then talk to their 20 other adult friends and say, can you imagine Ron DeSantis is against the gays like that? Yeah. That's, that, I mean, that's what they want. It's what it is. It's, yeah. Well, here, uh, continuing from the, the ABC News article, LGBTQ activists and advocates slammed the decision to move the legislation forward, saying it will harm queer youth by shunning representation and inclusion from classrooms. Lawmakers should be supporting LGBTQ students and their families and encouraging schools to be inclusive, not pitting parents against teachers and erasing the LGBTQ community from public education. That came from the CEO of uh, the Trevor Project. I don't know. I mean... Uh, go to the basics of this pre-k to third grade why is this even a topic i know it is on the left because they want to indoctrinate the kids right, yeah. to lgbtq plus um they want to they want to do that but Disney plus and plus you got to have the plus on there um but like they want to indoctrinate the students in their ideology at that age because once it's instilled in them at that age why are they even talking about sex in pre-K to three, third grade anyway? And that's basically what the bill says. I know. We, I cannot know. In, we cannot force sex education onto kindergartners. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what it says. It doesn't say you can't talk about gay. It, if you want to say you can't say gay, well, it also says you can't talk about heterosexuality either. Just don't talk you about anything. talk about sex yeah. to kids. <laughs> And, and like a lot of the um, advocates for the bill have been pointing out, if you're talking about sex to a five-year-old, that's grooming. It is. And that makes you a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But see, but that is it. That is a, a class now. Right. Pedophile is not a crime. It's a class or, right. or whatever a, they call it. Uh, yeah. A minor attracted persons. There you go. They're maps. They're maps now. I mean, it's, it's yeah. that, that is their MO and it goes right along with that. We're seeing, and this is why I wanted to get your perspective, because we're just seeing so much evil. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's evil. And like Nate has said many times, you had that huge revelation a couple months ago, I think, where you said, are we being, how did you put it? We're being groomed to deny Christ without like actually denying Christ. They're yes. not posing yeah, the we're question being conditioned, to you. Right? Yeah. Slowly, piece yeah. by piece to say, all right, fine. I won't push back on this. Yep. I don't, I don't believe in it, but I won't say anything. Because I think oh. there's this there's this belief that if you're a Christian, that one day they're going to knock on your door and they're going to say, do you deny Christ? And you're going to have the choices whether to say yes or no. No. This is how they're going about it. Yeah. It's yeah. pushing these things. And by being silent. You're denying. You're denying. Yep. And and it's not one topic. It's 50 every single day that you have to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're going to whether you're going to stand for the for the word, you're going to stand for Christ or whether you're going to deny him. Every single day, you've got 50, 60, 70, whatever. Yeah. Many, many, many choices. Am I going to stand now? Am I not? I was in a conversation with someone who was traveling uh, a month ago, and they were, in a, they were in a bus going from an airport to a car rental place, and somebody on the bus was going off about this stuff, and they didn't say anything. And I was in the conversation with them, and they said, talking to you right now, I realized I denied Christ, I denied what I what I was called to be there for. If someone is disparaging truth like this in your earshot, you are called to stand. That's you're right. It's it's true, and 
Nate, I think you're right that a lot of people, <laughs> they don't realize that. You're right. They, th- they think that they're just going to get that one question one day. Like, do you deny? No. Okay, cool. Good to go. Yeah, we can't get into it, but Google and, and all these other places are already implementing this. Yep. If you want to receive their services, you have to answer a question at the end of the survey, which says a question about this that I won't get into, but you have to decide whether you deny Christ to accept their services. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right and there. Churches take it. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. And, and so by doing that, you just now have set yourself up. I mean, I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. We, yeah. we are being trained to deny him without having the, the, are you going to deny him or, you yeah. know, um, it's just the way it is. And I don't have the bill pulled up in front of me here, but I'm pretty sure part of it also had to do with stopping these, uh, these teachers from allowing students to participate in hormone therapy. Oh boy. Um, without their parents permission in like first grade. Yeah. You imagine, you imagine being a teacher that is totally on board with a little girl saying she wants to take testosterone. That's no, I can't what, fathom What kind it. of sick, I mean, seriously, yeah. it's getting me kind of riled up now. Like you got to be a sick person <laughs> yeah. to think that's okay. I saw those, uh, like those Ben Shapiro clips where he reacts to TikToks where it's like <laughs> yeah. these, these, uh, Teachers are coming up like, oh, all these first graders came up to me and asked me what my sexuality was. <laughs> and they're like so enthused. And I was like, oh, I'm pansexual or whatever. I don't know. And I'm like, how sick. It's How sick. Thank goodness that Florida has some representatives and senators and a governor yeah. who is standing for the rights of these kids. I applaud them. Uh-huh. Do it more all over the country. Let's protect our kids from this nonsense. Yeah. And I mean, this one obviously has gotten a lot of attention, a lot of press, but there, there are other states, other governors, other, you know, people that are pushing back against all this. They're putting laws in place to stop this kind of stuff, to stop this hormone treatment therapy of little kids, like doctors who actually participate in this can be in, you know, they can lose their licenses. Like people are doing good things. They're, they're trying to protect women's sports. Yeah. From all these men claiming to be women, it's just the the minority, major minority, low, 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 low percentage of people that believe this are controlling the narrative. As far as how, what's the percentage of the American population who actually is in the LGBTQ community? Do we know that? Because I've I've heard numbers. I think it's around two. I would, that's where I would have been one and a half to 2%, but I'll, I, I'll, I'll try to look it up as we talk <laughs> about the next thing, but I think it's around 2% of the population. Right. And, and yet every law, every, everything that's being passed about gender neutral bathrooms and schools and locker rooms and, yeah. and all that stuff is being done by this 2% or whatever the percentage is, a low percentage is controlling our, our way of life and conditioning people that this is okay. Yep. It's, it's, it's amazing. Well, I'll lead the next one. Cause this it. one, this one's very important to everyone who's watching. Oh, I'm you, sorry. I got to oh, cut back in. I just real quick demographics. LGBTQ has ranged in the last few, uh, since they've been kind of tracking this, it's ranged anywhere from 1.2% to 6.8% of the population. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's well, that's indoctrination. Yep. Get you from 1.2 to 6%. That's true. So if most of America leans on the at least somewhat conservative side, all the laws should be catered towards conservatives, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> right? If that's the logic they're using. And and this is the thing I go back to, like the Republicans and Democrats think, I mean, I there's probably a bunch of people that are registered Democrats who have always been Democrats who are watching this right now saying, well, I don't believe in that. Yeah, right. When, we're, when we talk about the modern day Democratic Party, we're not talking about you. No, you're more Republican than the Republicans. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> John Kennedy parties. would not have been elected as a Republican. He would have been too conservative and he was elected as a Democrat. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? He's too far right for even the Republicans today. Yeah, that I mean, it, it is extreme leftists right. that have taken control of all of these things. Yep. Yeah. And that goes back to the elite and everyone else. Yep. So if we believe that you shouldn't eat meat or that you need to teach how to put condoms on to kindergartners, that's what needs to be done. And you can sit up, sit down and shut up about it. And when you come to your board meeting to protest, we'll arrest you. I yep. mean, that's just how that's they do exactly it. That's exactly what's happening. That's how they roll. Okay. The next topic, I believe if, if you are in America and you care about anything that has to do with finances, what Biden did yesterday should greatly freak you out. As of yesterday, Biden signed an executive order leading to digital currency creation. Now, this isn't cryptocurrency, but it's a U.S. digital currency. So it is the U.S. central bank digital currency. What does that mean? Now, he signed a bill saying that we were going to research and develop this this U.S. currency uh, and, and figure it out. Now, Many people I've been reading today and and listening to a lot of people that are way more informed on this than I am, they're thinking that it could be anywhere from 12 to 18 months till this could come into play. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's not that long, really. No, that's quick. That's quick. So what does this mean? So he signed on Wednesday, uh, instructing the federal government to explore possible uses and regulations for digital assets like cryptocurrencies, why would you regulate cryptocurrencies? Well, you would regulate cryptocurrencies because you have something you want to put in the place of a cryptocurrency, which would be the new U.S. digital dollar. And because cryptocurrencies are currently being used as a, an alternative means to the U.S. dollar, which people are seeing as not a very good place to have your money right now. Right. Yep. Yeah. Your U.S. dollar drops in value every two seconds. And while we've been on the show, you've already probably lost, uh, you know, 50 bucks. But, um, but what's happening is, is he's now authorized the government to do research into not just what this U or this, uh, CBDC, uh, is actually going to be, but the regulatory effects of that. Now I want to just take this a few steps further. They're, they're trying to go to, they're trying to eliminate the dollar. We know that they're trying to make it. It's the reserve currency for oil, well, because we cut off the Russian supply, what did Russia do? They went off of the dollar, the petrodollar, and they went to the yen. Mm-hmm. They went to China. So billions of dollars that, that we would, and we also took them off the SWIFT, which is how we exchange money globally. So we kicked them off. You know, Putin, you can't be on SWIFT anymore. So now when we pay Putin for anything, because even though we're not, may not be importing oil, we're buying stuff. We can't go through the SWIFT and use dollars. We have to convert our money to rubles or yen to get it to them, which means we're losing value. Hmm. Okay? Okay. So now billions of dollars are now going to be flooding back to America, which means our dollar's worth less. Right. 
because there's more of them, mm-hmm. it's worth less. Well, we've already got inflation. This is going to lead, I believe, this is going to lead to hyperinflation. This is going to just jack up everything that's going on even more as this goes on. And there was a report today that India was going to do the same thing. There's more billions of dollars that are sitting in India. They're all going to come flooding back home. And the reason why this is important is because if the dollar, you know, back back in the in the fall of of anyway, uh, other countries when the dollar when their dollars fall, uh, you know, it takes a wheelbarrow to get a loaf of bread, right? Because it's, they aren't worth anything. Well, if that happens here, the only way to reset the system is to go to a different currency, which would be the this what he's talking about, CBDC. Unless you're in crypto, which they're going to try and regulate you out of. So my point in all of this is, is that the president made a huge step toward creating a digital currency for the United States to replace the dollar as he's tanking the dollar by these decisions. And it's all predictable. It's just numbers. You have more dollars come back. They're worth less. So what I'm asking people to do is do your due diligence on what could happen if the United States central bank digital currency comes into play. And I want to ask you fellows this question. If this U.S. central bank digital currency would be implemented tomorrow and the dollar that you carry in your wallet is no longer accepted anywhere in the country. In Australia, they're doing away with banks and ATMs. Thousands of them gone off the streets. They just took them out at night. They're gone. You can't go to the bank anymore. Yep. If that would happen here, what would the consequences of having a U.S. central bank digital currency be to the average American? Well, if you're asking me, just based on everything that I've heard and read about all this, it's going to very much standardize what you can have in your bank, your digital bank account. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I feel like it would take away strategic saving and investing and things like that out of your own bank accounts because you won't have them anymore. Correct. I, I can side with that. Okay. I think it takes, go ahead, Nate, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Yeah. I think that, I think it will show everybody here in America that what happened in Canada happens to every single person here, because no matter, even if you're left leaning, you're going to disagree with them somewhere. And the first thing they're going to do is threaten to take away your money. I don't even think they're going to threaten. No, they just do it. You won't yeah. even know it. You won't even know. It. You'll just go. You'll just go with your phone go to scan, to your, scan phone. your phone, and it'll be empty. Yeah. So 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 not only is digital currency, we know that the Great Reset is all about the financial markets and and getting to a one world currency. Mm-hmm. Um. So my concern is this: if we lose the dollar, we lose our right to vote. We vote where we eat. Oh, yeah. We vote, okay. Mm-hmm. So now if, if you have a digital currency on your phone that is run by the federal government and they don't want anybody in Ohio or California to have a big gulp, your digital currency will not work at the big gulp store. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. So you're just completely controlled. Everything because is controlled. You You can't. You have no means of purchasing anything the government doesn't want you to purchase. Exactly. And they can control whether you put gas in your car or whether you pay the electric. They control all of it. 
because this isn't this isn't cryptocurrency that was mined and and all that stuff and held in some you know yeah. no this is the federal government this is the federal government currency so i think it's important to note that we talked about something before the show like this this sounds kind of crazy it sounds a little bit conspiracy theory but but it's an executive order yeah. president biden signed an executive order to do the research and development of this currency. And I would argue that the research has already been done. This is the, the executive orders for the development yeah. of this. Yeah, I, I would agree would be with my that. argument. I love how they word it, research and development. Research has already been done. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it, it, all, it all came from the graduation documents that, that he received at the World Economic Forum. Yeah, like right. <laughs> when he graduated from the class about tearing down the world, this yeah. was part of it. Um, but... I, I think that we all have to understand, and I'm not trying to be a downer, but we all have to understand that if the federal government creates a digital currency, I don't want to say the other word, but if they do, then you have no freedom at all to do anything. You don't get to keep your house. You don't get to keep, you don't have ownership of anything. Remember what the Great Reset said? You will By 2030, nothing. you will own nothing. Yep. How do you own nothing? I don't, I don't have a mortgage on my house. What do you mean you don't have a mortgage on your house? Well, we're just going to take away your digital currency. You can't pay your taxes. We're going to take your house back. Yep. Yeah, and they will control what sort of jobs you can have. Exactly. We won't be allowed to make money doing this. Yeah. By any stretch, will we be allowed to? Right. And so- that is my biggest concern. And I think that even the people that think that we're whacked out on this, this segment of our episode, you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention. So here, here, this is, this is from, where's this? This is an NBC news article. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That, that we're reading from. So one of the additional uh, benefits of the digital currency they're talking about is negative interest rates. This is the one part that kind of goes along with the control thing that they can just do whatever they want. That really stuck out to me. It says controlling interest rates is the Fed's primary way to stimulate or cool the economy, but it comes with the limits. Banks can drop interest rates on regular money only so low, known as the zero bound, leaving central banks with few options when interest rates are already low and the economy needs a boost. With a digital currency, the zero bound does not exist, allowing for aggressive action when needed. This is from the NBC News article. If the cash is electronic, the government can just erase 2% of your money every year. I think this is going to become a necessity just because of the demographic changes in the world. Yep. Stop printing money. Oh my gosh. I, they're just going to, they're just going to erase money out of your 2% out of your account because they need it. They need it. And uh, something that <laughs> sticks out to me in the article is you can see you can see how they're already starting to package it to look all nice and pretty for people. It says a digital currency could make the kind of stimulus payments of the coronavirus pandemic nearly instantaneous and far more efficient. He said possibly even reaching people who have previously been shut out of banking services. So so the loan sharks on the corner at the quicken cash or whatever you call it. Yeah. That's exactly what they're going to be. 38% interest rate. You have to pay us 38% and you got to give us $10 every Friday until you pay it back because we don't trust you. You're a conservative. But then other people get to get loans for 0% because they're persecuted. Because they're okay with the right. parental rights and education. Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So I, my, my biggest point in this segment is be aware 
understand what they're doing and do your best to keep your money out of institutions that side with this nonsense, get to credit unions, get to places, put your money in places that are, that are not regulated um, by this craziness and do your research on blockchain and cryptocurrency and all of that. Just do your research. I'm not giving advice. Just do your research. Hmm. Well, and if, if crypto is going to be regulated by the federal government, I mean, what does that do to everybody who's got crypto investments? Well, you could look at that as a negative or positive. I think you're going to see a hyper bump in crypto is going to go through the roof because when they, that's my prediction, but I, I'm not giving financial advice. Um, but I think that if, if the government start regulating cryptocurrency, it is a complete paradigm shift from what they talk about now. Right now, it's you're all kooks for doing crypto. But if they start regulating it, you just legitimized my you, the crypto. That's true. So if you legitimize crypto, what's everybody going to do? Go to crypto. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that we're we're yet to see. Uh, I think we're yet to see a hyper push in the crypto, not because people are out there buying crypto, but because governments are going to now instead of. I mean, they've peed on people that buy crypto for years. Like you're all nuts, right? Yeah. I mean, they the governments have said you're all crazy for buying crypto, but when they actually put a regulation on it, now they're saying it's a real deal or we wouldn't have to regulate it. Well, then once it becomes a real deal, everybody's going to buy it. It's going to be what everybody goes to. And I'm not saying that that's good or that's bad. I'm just saying that's I probably what's going to happen. I think it's going to happen hmm. because now you've said you're not an idiot but because you did this, we got to regulate you because it was probably a smart move. I, I'm just saying, I think that we could see a, a hyper bump in crypto before this U.S. central bank digital currency would be even implemented because Biden has said he's going to regulate crypto. So I, I think we're in this place of if, if you think that your dollar in your savings account is going to be worth something, think again. It's probably not. Um, and uh, just like we talked about going to the grocery store, it, you know, that $1 doesn't go as much anymore. Um, and it's going to continue to go that way because now we're going to get billions of dollars back uh, from these decisions uh, overseas. And it's going to create hyper, I believe it will create, it could tend to create hyperinflation and people running to other solutions like land, like mm -hmm. Rolexes, <laughs> whatever, food. Food, food, yeah. yeah. Pe people traded. have to run to that stuff yeah. because it's the only thing that is sustainable. And so, you know, if the dollar is worth a dollar today and 85 cents tomorrow, you better get it in something that's worth a dollar right yeah. now. Um, and so people are running to crypto and other things. I just think that this was probably out of all the things we talked about today, this article is probably the most impactful for our listening audience to really get your head around that this digital currency is to control, not to give you access to more money. Well, I think it was, I think it was a good way to end the show because we started the show with what's going to be impacted with all the, the barrels of oil not being imported in the United States. That's going to affect you. Right. And then we're ending on pay attention to this, this uh, digital currency situation because this is serious stuff. You remember how the left was so angry when President Trump would do an executive order? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm just being honest. I haven't heard many people. I know a lot of people in the crypto space are talking about it, but not many on the right are talking about this move. 
that well, he made yesterday. This every, is a big deal. Every news outlet is turned to Russia right now and Ukraine. Right. But and and he's doing these executive orders that are literally changing how the dollar functions. Yeah. And every single per every single viewer's bank account, it's changed right now. And so I, I just with everything in me, I just say be vigilant. Begin to study what this looks like and make good choices with your money because they're taking it. Yeah, they are. And, you know, going to the new, you know, mainstream news, like if, if Ukraine and Russia is on the news 24 seven, you got to go digging and see what else is happening because that, that's what I'm we do all day long. It's not important to talk about what's happening over there, but a lot of it is cover for other things. Yeah. It really is. A lot yeah. of the news coverage, you don't trust the media anyway. Right. As so what you, are they covering? As you said, and as we've talked about already in the show, manufactured crises. Right. And, uh, and it's sad that people die because of that. But oh. I, this thing right here, this thing has, has just this digital currency, I think should be the number one story in the nation for every American. And I don't think it'll be covered. I think it'll be months, if not a year till this is actually really uncovered. And I, I just hope that somebody gets it and runs with it. Because it's got to be exposed. Yeah, I hope so. It's time to start passing. Le- I mean, can we pass legislation, you know, in the states to say, hey, we're not going to be doing di- uh, digital currency here, or can they? Can we do that? I don't know what the solution is. We I wish fig- I had an answer. Got, well, that's why we elect people, right? To go figure this stuff out. Go out there and represent us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and say no to this crap. Just like the, the the states that are passing all the anti ESG laws. Good for you. And standing Great. up to BlackRock. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what we need. We need states. We need governors. We need legislators who are going to do the things that are in the the best interests of the people, not the best interests of the elites. Yep. Right. I agree. I agree. So be aware. Pay attention. Yes. Become an insider. Text AGA to 330-619-4497. Be an insider with us. And man, we've got some amazing news coming out uh probably the next episode we've got uh, a new sponsor that's come on board to yeah. the show and uh we'll be getting you that information very soon if you want to sponsor the show you can uh you can connect uh with us through commenting or or however you want to do that join our facebook group um and uh, if you know somebody that produces content that you really enjoy um you go to youtube you go to their channel and you watch everything that they do because we want to talk to them and if you're watching them on YouTube, chances are they're either censoring themselves or they won't be there much longer anyway. Right. So talk to them, uh, make the connection, make the introduction. And uh, and we've got lots of great interviews coming from the front lines of the battlefield in Ukraine, from Mexico, from all different places. So stay tuned to what's going on on The Awakened on the AGA Network. Absolutely. So thanks again for tuning into this episode. We cover a lot of heavy stuff, but it's really important. Like Rob said, text into the number, follow us everywhere, go to supportaga.com, join our locals community, follow all the news posts. We're going to be staying on top of a lot of these things, but definitely the digital currency. We want to make sure that's prevalent and out in the open for as many people to understand as possible. So, yep. And I I would love to get some experts on hopefully next week to talk specifically about this. I think it's that important. Yep. That'd be great. So everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week. Until then, please stay awake.